You're listening to Sky Aspects with Cleopatra Jade, a podcast about astrological topics, also full and new moons. Enjoy, guys. We have an interesting week full of planetary transits. We have a fascinating mix going on throughout this week. Venus is entering Pisces, which can pronounce the need to seek out a dreamlike romance. We have a few post-shadow Mercury alignments causing us to review the way we speak to ourselves and others. And we have an even mix of Sun and Venus alignments, which should cause us to look at our love life and financial situations, but also things to do with our ego and anything to do with our self-image. And looking at the vibes on the graph, we definitely have a fascinating week of vibes going on. The vibes, I will say, are a little bit lighter compared to some of the transits. We have mostly harder transits than harmonious. However, those harder transits, they're very motivating in getting things done and taking care of business so it will absolutely be helpful for that in the beginning of the week the 23rd we have a smidge of solitude energy psychic energy and emotional sensitivity along with good luck energy and social energy the solitude energy definitely contradicts the social energy however there are just those moments in life where you you don't want to be bothered with people but at the same time it can't be helped so you're having to deal with that and navigate through that but luckily that social energy and the good luck energy are the highest on the graph So you can find yourself pulling yourself out of a mood if you happen to be in a mood through the beginning of the week and just going and having a good time. And with some of the Jupiter energy we have going on through the week, it can really help mitigate some of those gloomy moments and make us more jollier than normal. And again, bring in some fortunate energy. From the 25th to about the 28th, we have romantic energy, which is intersecting psychic energy. And throughout the weekend, we have some ambitious energy, mental energy, and that good luck energy is popping up. So overall through the week, even with some of the harder transits that we have going on there are going to be those moments where we have some sweet spots we are going to feel more intuitive than normal and extrasensory than normal and our dreams may be more vivid than normal and a lot of ways profound and a lot of ways prophetic so this could be an interesting week for that especially with venus going into pisces we're going to start having that dreamy energy going on so it will definitely promote more psychic activity so this is totally a fascinating week for sure let's look at the next bunch of days and see what we can expect on the 23rd As a reminder, don't forget to like and subscribe because it helps this channel grow. And if you'd like to support the work of this channel, you could do so by buying me a fresh cup of coffee. There's a link in the description box below. Mercury's going to make a semi-square with Saturn. So the last time this occurred was on January 14th, just days before Mercury went direct. We also had it on December 10th. That was two days before Mercury went into pre-shadow, but it could bring up situations from December 10th. And the issue with this alignment is it brings up self-criticism. It brings in a critical tone when it comes to others. It brings about icy communication when it comes down to the way we speak to other people. The thing about this one is at least it is in the post-shadow period, so we could be finding solutions to these problems. We could be finding solutions to any harsh judgment we've received from other people or harsh judgments we've given ourselves. So this at least has some sort of solution energy to it and isn't as It can have a bite to it still, but it isn't as harsh as it might have been during the retrograde itself. So this could be a time of concluding how to work on your inner dialogue and also, again, the way you speak to other people. The 25th could feel like an intense day for relationships with Venus making a semi-square to Chiron, but also making a semi-sextile to Pluto. 
So this can bring up wanting to heal from past disappointment, but also dealing with intensity in relationships. With both of these planets connected to Venus in this way, it could be a time of intensity. It could be a time of self-doubt when it comes down to your romantic situations. It could be a time of dwelling on past disappointment in relationships. With the Pluto stuff here, it could be a time of intensity in relationships. So this could be situations where there's power struggles. There could be issues where somebody is combative or there could be situations with retaliation in relationships retaliating with petty behavior within relationships so this can bring up a lot of stress within unhealthy romantic unions but this will have us reevaluating our situations overall so the good thing about this is it does pronounce the need to actually make the changes that you need to when it comes to your love life no matter if you're feeling the Chiron situation or the Pluto situation and again as I always say not overnight changes but it does give that nudge it's just an energy that creates a lot of tension so it can be uncomfortable luckily on that same day the sun is making a sextile with jupiter which is lovely for chasing luck hopefully this mitigates some of the sting that's in the air between the alignments with venus pluto and chiron because this is one of those energies that's jovial it's fun loving it gets us off our asses and going out and adventuring it gets us feeling more sociable than normal but it also helps us take action on our opportunities it helps us go out and reach for the stars so in other words we could be really going after some serious goals we can find lucky opportunities because we're out there looking for it and actively working on trying to create luck for ourselves this is why we saw that steady stream of lucky energy because this really boosts that in the air so hopefully this creates lucky windfalls whatever luck might be for you luck could be so many things for people and luck could be finances luck could be love luck could have a lot to do with your schooling luck could have a lot to do with going on the perfect quest but whatever that might be, this is an expander. Jupiter is an expander. So whatever you're trying to grow in your life, this is going to be very helpful in that sort of way. Also, this is great for boosting our self-esteem and feeling better about ourselves, feeling good about ourselves. Again, hopefully it's mitigating some of that Chiron stuff. We've got some contradictory energies going on on that same day. So it can make things a little bit weird. But at the same time, we will be able to dust ourselves off better and pick ourselves back up again. On the 27th, Venus is going into Pisces. So this shifts the vibes of the romantically detached tone of Aquarius to a Piscean approach that happens to be more emotional. So if you're looking for a storybook romantical Venus, then this Venus has you covered. Venus in Pisces is the romantic dreamer. Venus in Pisces is all about soulmate energy and merging with our partner and being vulnerable and really connecting on a deeper level, really connecting on a spiritual level, being mind melded with someone. And on top of that, Venus does excellent and exceptionally well in Pisces because Venus is exalted in Pisces. This is because Neptune is the higher octave of Venus and through this placement, through this combination with Pisces, Venus really gets to let loose and let its hair down. Venus gets to love with no boundaries. Venus gets to be open and swept away. Venus is the type of planet that wants to let its hair down and just enjoy itself and have so much abandonment and throw caution to the wind. And when it's combined with Pisces, that is not a problem. Venus and Pisces just go together like peanut butter and jelly. So this combination just works. And this will bring in a ultra, 
ultra romantic tone to it. Unlike the tone that we're just coming off of with Venus and Aquarius that's emotionally detached, this one will allow us to get into our feels. So if you've been wanting to feel your feelings and you're the type of person that enjoys that kind of stuff in romance, then this has got you covered. In this energy, flirtation is more romantic and less crass. It's very starry-eyed. It's very dreamy. So if you're single and you're looking for that type of love, you're looking for that type of connection with someone and that immediate star-crossed lover sort of connection, this type of energy inflates that for sure. If you're wanting someone that's spiritually deep and that soulmate sort of quality to someone, this energy can enunciate those types of people. It can bring those types into your life around this time. So it's very connective in that way. We go beyond the superficial with this. The Venus and Pisces energy is about connecting on a soul level. So this is going to be a time where you're meeting those like-minded people where you just have that connection and are, are on the same wavelength. In a lot of ways with the Venus and Pisces energies, it's not even so much that it's a spoken thing. It's just a vibe thing. And it's just something that the two of you can feel. It's almost like communicating without words within this energy. So for those who are in romantic unions, those are who are in committed relationships, or dating with someone, you may be more in tune to your partner's emotions. You may be able to feel their vibes more. This could be a time where intimacy is very much spiritual in a lot of ways, very tantric in a lot of ways. Like there's a feeling of transcendence within this energy. This could be a time of really melding with your spouse. Also, this brings in an empathetic tone to it as well. So this could be a time where you're seeing that you're getting more compassion from others. You're getting more compassion from your loved ones, your romantic relationship, and you're also giving back the same sort of caring energy to other people. This could be a time of high creativity as well. The lovely thing about this connection is it's great for helping us connect to our creative side. It's great for helping us connect to our artistic side, especially our music musical side. The musical side of this is excellent. This could be a great time for going to concerts or enjoying live music, or if you're the type of person that creates music, this could be a time where you're feeling a nice flow. You're getting into a nice flow state when it comes down to the art you're creating or the music you're creating, including poetry. This is a very poetic sort of Venus, so we could feel wordy in that way, where our words just have this lovely flow to them. Of course, there is a lower expression when it comes to this energy, and one of the things with this is, as lovely as it is, as loose as it is, we have to be aware of dishonesty within this energy. We always have to be aware of that regardless, but you have to be aware of that when it comes down to using your discretion. Sometimes this type of energy combined can give us rose-colored glasses, and we can idealize what we want to see in a person or a partner rather than the honest truth about the person. You know, giving people the benefit of the doubt is okay. However, it has to be earned. This is a type of energy where, you know, if you're single or you're just meeting someone, this could be one of those things where you're a little bit too trusting, and you can't always be like that with people. You don't want to be on the extreme case end where you don't trust anything or anyone at all, but there has to be a fine balance and you have to use your discretion. A lot of the times people show their hand in the beginning, so it's up to us to determine whether or not we want to accept that sort of behavior. And the dishonesty doesn't have to necessarily come from other people. It can come from us. Within this energy, what's nice about it is it's compassionate. However, it can be the type of energy where sometimes you're not wanting to say the wrong thing and you're wanting to spare someone's feelings, so you might be a little bit dishonest to spare them, which is not healthy. You could, There's obviously ways to tell someone the truth without coming off harsh, but it's also unhealthy to not say what needs to be said and sugarcoat things. We have to be aware of losing our identity when it comes to this in terms of our relationships, because what this does is it allows for us to meld with people, but you don't want to become so melded. You don't know where you start and your partner ends. So something that you want to be aware of with this. 
There can also be an escapism issues that come up within this energy. So we want to make sure that we're not escaping in food, drinks, stimulants, and things like that because it can get inflated within this energy. And there's a tendency to be a bit flaky within this energy and not have as much follow through. So you just want to be aware of that as well because that in itself can be problematic. You know, you got to follow up on things in life. Sometimes we can't always be perfect because we have stuff on our mind, but this energy can definitely inflate the flaky side in things. Other than that, use this to get back in touch with your emotions after that Aquarius energy we had. Although we have more to come and we're still in Aquarius season and Mercury will soon be in Aquarius within a few weeks, let's enjoy this Venus to get back in touch with our feels so we can feel our feelings and actually be more romantic when it comes down to our relationships. On that same day, Mercury is going to make a square with Chiron. We had the first hit of this on December 14th, then on January 11th, because this is a retrograde alignment. So now that we're here on the 27th, this should help us in terms of repairing things. This should help us in terms of repairing the way we speak to ourselves and others. During this Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, there was a lot of negative self-talk. You know, Mercury retrograde in Capricorn, the reason why it could be hard is Capricorn is the type of sign that is very realistic. And sometimes that dose of realism can turn into pessimism. And this could inflate that pessimistic side in us. And so if you were experiencing this during the retrograde where you were having a lot of harsh inner dialogue, this could be that time where you're finding solutions to get through that. Because one of the biggest themes was getting over being overly judgy on ourselves, also being overly critical of others. So at least with Chiron in coming into play, Chiron is about our healing. This could really help us repair the way we speak to ourselves and the way we speak to others. And also this could help us to stop glossing over the past because an alignment like this causes us to think of the past and not think of the past in a fun way, in a nostalgic way, in a way where we're thinking about bad memories or any wrong that's ever happened to us. It tends to get heavier in this energy because we tend to ruminate on the things in the past that we can't change, past judgments, past things people said to us, past things that we deemed as mistake or areas where we felt like an imposter, like imposter syndrome and things like that. So hopefully since this is the post shadow, you guys are working through this and clearing this up and finding ways to and finding ways to think highly of yourself again. And it's going to be necessary to work through a lot of that because the next day the sun's going to make a semi-square with Neptune, which can be a very draining energy. This could be one of those energies where we feel less sure of ourselves. This could be one of those energies where we're needing to do high vibrational things in order to feel better. This is the type of energy where we can feel less motivated. We can feel susceptible to just feeling off kilter or just, you know, emotional sensitivity, psychic attack, things like that. Um, you have to be aware of spiritual hygiene within this energy. The sun and Neptune or Mars-Neptune hard alignments tend to undermine our immune systems. They tend to undermine our spiritual energy and they tend to make us feel more lethargic than normal. So this could be a day where you're feeling sleepier than normal. This could be a day where you're just feeling off kilter. Also, you want to make sure you're not overdoing it when it comes down to Googling symptoms, because this is one of those energies, Sun Mars, Neptune Mars, and Sun Neptune. Sometimes it could bring out the hypochondria in us. So if you're feeling off, try to make sure you're doing what you need to do for yourself. Try to make sure you follow up with your doctor and things like that, rather than just Googling all of your symptoms, because this is one of those things that can 
you know, overly inflate that sort of feeling of hypochondria. And it could be a very moody energy. It could be a fluctuating energy. And so you, you just want to make sure that you're balancing yourself out and you're grounding yourself the best way you can. One of the best ways to ground yourself within this energy is through giving yourself energy healing or just receiving Reiki, balancing yourself out through spirituality, a tarot reading, going to a crystal shop, buying some crystals, getting out in nature if it's warm enough, which I know sometimes that's not easy in January, depending on where you live in the world. But this could be one of those days where it's necessary so that way you're feeling less off kilter. And if you're needing rest, listen to your body and take a nap, relax, veg out on your favorite shows or something. Because sometimes with these alignments, it's our body's way of telling us we need a little bit of a break. And if you're feeling hazy, try to go, if you have the luxury to, try to go back to things the next day when you're feeling more clear-minded because this tends to bring in that mental fog and causes us to possibly not have the best judgment. So you just want to be aware of that within this energy. Like I said in the beginning, this week is a bit fascinating with some of the transits we have. I mean, we do have our sweet spots, but we definitely have harder alignments going on. So do the best you can, stay grounded, and take care of yourself when possible. Anyway, I hope you all have the best week ever. Later and see you in the next episode.